listening to the ESPN New York Tonight podcast with Larry Hardesty on 98.7 ESPN. Let me look on the glasses. Let me put my glasses on. This is rare. This is like, along with Mr. T and AP, wow, this is like throwback night. Who are you? Why do I got to talk to you? Because it's your job. You know, with all the announcements going on here today, that's not one I needed to hear. Who am I? Wow, people forgot about me already. Wow. 1-800-919-3776. So let me say this off the bat. There, there's so many, there's so many cliches that apply to tonight for the Knicks. Christmas comes early. Yes, there's a Santa Claus. Yes, Virginia, there's a Santa Claus. Uh, just how bad is Atlanta? A broken clock is right twice a day. I mean, there's just, there's just so many cliches that come about because this is nothing we've seen from this Nick team. We've seen pretty good wins, like the wins against Dallas. We've seen interesting wins, like the come-from-behind win, or better known as the Bobby Portis vehicle, as they beat Chicago at home. But this... I mean, this was, this was wire to wire. This was, dare I say, domination. This was the Knicks who started off, get this now, listen to me carefully, with a 41 point first quarter. And Knicks, Knicks sometimes don't score 41 points for a half. They had 41 in the first quarter. Six. Count them. Six of the 11 guys who played scored in double figures. I, I, it, I can't believe it. Randall, 17 points in 23 minutes with 11 rebounds. And here's the big stat for me, for Julius Randall. One turnover. One. Marcus Morris Sr., 22 points in 22 minutes on 6 of 11 shooting. R.J. Barrett, 27 points in 29 minutes on 10 of 13 shooting. And get this for R.J. Get this. You ready? 5 of 8 from the free throw line. 5 of 8. Frank Nader came in with 3. On the bench, which was the big story tonight, the Nick bench was outstanding. Outstanding. Bobby Portis, 11 minutes, uh, 11 points in 21 minutes. Kevin Knox, 17 points in 24 minutes. Mitchell Robinson, 22 points in 29 minutes and 13 rebounds with two blocks. Dennis Smith Jr., 8 points in 13 minutes, 5 assists, 5 rebounds. A plus 16. It is unbelievable. It's, it's unbelievable how this Nick team played tonight. And there's some reasons. Now let me give you some more stats that's going to shock you. The Knicks. The Knicks. 24-31 from the line. 77%. 77. From three. 46% from three. 46. 
13 of 28. I mean, <laughs> that's unbelievable. I'm curious to hear your thoughts about Mike Miller at 1-800-919-3776. Here's some quick takeaways. And I don't know what's going to happen to him. I would think that when this is over, at the end of the season, he'll be on his way. But I will say this that, that jumps out at me. And I think, I think it's a combination. I know some of you are going to say, boy, they have, they had just tuned out Fisdale. It's a different voice. They're just happy. But there's a combination of things. First, I think, and, and you heard Pat O'Keefe refer to it in the post game show. And that is even up big, he had no trouble calling timeouts to settle things down. You notice that Julius Randle is more in the post. So there's some little tweaking that Miller has done. All right. But for me, here's the most interesting thing is I don't think, and even though players, you know, and I've told you, I've seen this before where players have actually, have actually gotten coaches fired by just not playing, just stop playing. But it looks like these players are saying, hey, they let Fisdale go, huh? Huh. So with the new coach, if I appear to be, you know, coachable, maybe I'll get off this team and I can get to a, a playoff team. Why are we hearing rumors that the Clippers are interested in Marcus Morris to come off their bench and might be willing to part with a first round pick? <laughs> See, these are the things. So you've got players now, and I'm not saying this is their only motivation, and I'm not saying that because I, I haven't been around the team, so I'm not going to make that jump. I'm not going to act like I know, but just from just from observation, it just looks as though this team is ready to respond and has responded differently to Miller than they did Fisdale, and it's the timing. When people make a change, everybody focuses on what's happening with the new coach. Okay. This is my opportunity now to show that I can play better than we've played. I mean, this guy's three and three in six games. I mean, they're almost ready to double their win total under him. They had four wins. They're almost ready to double it. Now, I don't know when that's going to be because coming back, uh, as you heard, uh, Ed Cohen and Brendan Brown mention Friday night, they're, they're, uh, they, they have Miami. And then they're back here for Milwaukee on the back-to-back. So I don't know when that fourth win is going to come <laughs> for Mike Miller. I don't know. I don't think it'll be this weekend, but you never know. So there's a bunch of different things that are work at work here. I know, and I keep hearing about, you know, Messiah Jerry going to come here. But when you hear that it could cost you possibly two number ones to bring him here, listen, I can't afford two number ones to bring him here. I need those number ones to build my team. Number ones? I can't afford two number ones. I, we, we're going to have to go with somebody else who's not as expensive or we got to do something. But whether, and, and I know he is the sexy pick. I know he's the great pick and look at what he's been able to do. Look at his resume, what he's done in Denver. He helped turn that team around. They're paying the dividends. Look what he's done in Toronto. 
He turned that team around. Look at the dividends. But I'm just going to warn you, much like I told you with Adam Gase, Messiah Jerry, some of those draft picks came from the Knicks. So the Knicks have helped him in his success tremendously. I'm not running the garden. I'm not James Dolan, nor do I play him on radio. But I would not give up two first-round picks for Ujiri. I respect him. He's great at what he does. But I need those picks to help turn my franchise around. I can't afford to give up two first-rounders. I can't. I need them. 1-800-919-3776. Your thoughts on the Knicks? I can't believe they won. 120, 143. They had like 70-some points in the, at halftime. I was like, did the Globetrotters come in here and, 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 and switch bodies with the Knicks? What happened? You are listening to the ESPN New York Tonight podcast with Larry Hardesty on 98.7 ESPN. Of course, we all, you always have to remember the reason for the season, but when you're getting gifts and stuff, listen, you're late. You're already late. Oh, that's bad news for me. You're already late. I haven't even started thinking about it. Oh, no. Come on, Ty. You're better than that. I'm really not, though. You're be- this no, happens no, no, every no, no, year. No, no, no. You're better than that. I think we actually had the same conversation last year. We did. And Anthony might have been here for that, too. Yeah. I think that was our last time working together. Yeah, that was the, that's the last time we worked together. Anthony went out and got his gifts and never came back <laughs> to work with us again. Then he started having the solo career. This is, um, you will find, Young Ty, and I'll get to the calls in a minute. You will find, Young Ty, that now that you are married, you need to plan better. Because the longer you are married, the gifts and the thought process becomes more challenging as to what to get because you don't want to duplicate. You want to get something different. You want to get something nice. You, you know, things change. So what, what you what you will learn to do is sometimes early in the season, early in the season, early in the year, you'll see something. You'll say, Oh man, this is perfect for my wife. Oh, this is great. Buy it and hide it. That's what you do. Oh, but but see because here's, because you're not going to because when you really want it, you're going to go to the store and it's going to be sold out. But see, here's the thing: if you're really feeling yourself as a husband, mm-hmm. you're not going to you'll buy it, but you won't buy it and hide it. Mm-hmm. You'll buy it and surprise her with it because that doesn't have to wait six months. It can come now, and all of a sudden, you know, she's a happy camper. That's you true. just start buying random things and making her happy. No, and all of a true. sudden you get to December, there's nothing else to get her, and you're stuck like me. What is it? Uh, December 17th? Still haven't even thought about a Christmas list. There will always be something you can get her. That's true. You or, will or never run her. out of stuff. There will always be something to give her. Always. Yes, always. Always. Because she's a great lady. So there's always something. But I'm just saying, you know, you can always give it to her when you find something else. See what I'm saying? Like, okay, this is, I got this. This is my safety net. Now let me give her the, oh, I had, okay, I could, hey, sweetie, oh, I was just thinking about you and I bought you this. Perfect. You roll out that way. It's a good thing. 1-800-919-3776. It's unbelievable what the Knicks did tonight. I hope, I hope every, I hope you are watching this game and, and recorded this game and enjoyed this game because you're not going to see this happen very often.
Freddie's in Baltimore. It starts us off on ESPN New York tonight. What's up, Fred? Hey, what's going on, Larry? Hey, hey, real quick before I get to my point. Yes. Well, I was, I was listening to what you were saying about about, about not wanting to give up a draft pick for you. Two. Hey, two hey, draft hey. choices. Two first-rounders, hey. Freddie. Two. Hey, give them dollars. Give them dollars. They're they, they they going to be low, low draft picks anyway. But didn't the Patriots give uh, – Give the Jets a, 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 a draft pick for Belichick 20 years later. How'd how that work out? Uh, not good I'm for the Jets. <laughs> <laughs> not no. good for the Jets. Although, <laughs> although I tell you, maybe the Jets would have won some things if they had a better film crew. Oh, bad oh, host. Yeah. Bad host. <laughs> bad host. Oh, go hey, ahead, Freddie. Hey. What you got for me? Look, I'm so happy. Look, me and your boy was going at it before he even put me on because I made a – I didn't mean to call him I said – Look, the Knicks are playing better because we got confident coaching. And he's like, oh, oh, so Fisdale's incompetent? You know, we go back and forth like that. I'm not saying he's not incompetent. I'm just saying that he wasn't right for right here. He want to play positionless basketball. We don't have a point forward like LeBron who can do anything and everything. It wasn't going to work here. Mm-hmm. And, even if you had, and even if he had a point forward, it wasn't Julius Randle. No, no. No handle Randle. No. I like that. No handle Randall. I like that. <laughs> nah, I'm not. But, but, but if you look at what Miller's doing, I'm just saying, look, he, he got him penetrating to the basket. He got him fighting through screens. These things make a difference. They're pain. We, you, you actually see players that work after, after they're coming off breaks. You know what I love? Did you see him when Kevin Knox well, I fell asleep in that and let, let his man score him? How he instantly called the timeout? Yes. Like, look, yeah. We yep. ain't having that, Kev. It's a difference, Freddie. There's no question about it. But but you know what? And here's the thing. And thanks for the phone call, my friend. Here's the other thing. I still maintain that a lot of that is these guys are understanding that they're going to change this roster. So now, oh, new coach, this is a new opportunity for me to renew my enthusiasm, renew my energy, to renew the fact that I can actually play this game. Name we name me, and you 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 Nick fans who watch the Knicks religiously. Name me one game this year, one other game, one other game that Julius Randle had one turnover. One. That's all he had. One turnover. You can't name that game. He's had more turnovers in a quarter than that. Johnson, Connecticut. Hey, John, you're next on 987 ESPN. Hey, I'm calling about the uh, the game tonight. I sat right behind the Nick bench, and it was a great win, but I, I was watching the coaches talk to the point guards uh-huh. when they weren't in the game, and I think the rotation, the rotation is a little messy right now. I mean, we said a couple weeks ago that Frank was going to get the starting nod, and he showed some flashes. And uh, now that the other guys are back and playing great, certainly Peyton was great tonight. Dennis Smith was great tonight. But, you know, Frank got taken out. He was looking over his shoulder. Even Dennis Smith was pounding in the third quarter when he wasn't in the game. The point guard rotation is a mess, and we got to get rid of one of the guys so the other two can keep playing. Well, here's the thing, John. Thanks for the phone call. Here's the thing. If I'm Mike Miller, I'm happy with the way the point guard situation is right now. You want to, you want to, you want to set up this point guard situation. You want to play when you're out there. Show me you want the job. Show me you want the job. Dennis Smith was pouting on the sidelines when he wasn't playing. 
good. Play better. Get more playing time. Show me that you really want to play. Be consistent. Frank Nilekina, you're looking over your shoulder. You know why? Because you don't play consistently. If you played consistently, you wouldn't be looking over your shoulder. You'd be in the game. Peyton has been as consistent as since he's been back. He's been the most consistent guy. So there is no rotation yet, and there shouldn't be a rotation. Show me that you really want to be on this team. Show me that you want to run this basketball team. And you do that by performing on the floor. That's what I would do. You're listening to the ESPN New York Tonight podcast with Larry Hardesty on 98.7 ESPN. They look real good tonight. And you know who I'm happiest for? Ed Cohen, Brendan Brown, Wally Zerbiak, Alan Hahn. I'm happy for those guys. Because finally, Ed Cohen and Brendan Brown had stories that they could share because the Knicks were on the on the plus side of the blowout. I mean, you know, I found out a lot about Brendan Brown tonight. I did. I found out who his favorite player was when he, when he was growing up in Atlanta, a member of the Hawks. I found out that he used to love McDonald's. I found out a lot about Brendan Brown tonight. And you don't find these things out because when the Knicks are on the other side of the blowouts, they're not talking about their stuff. No, 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 no. And for, and for Alan Hahn to be able to, to be on following a win like this, I, He's 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 going to be beside himself tomorrow in the daytime. Going to be beside himself. Wally Zerbe has got a smile. I'm surprised they're not ringing my phone right now. Oh, they had the MSG 150. (laughs) Yeah, they big time me. They did. It's okay. I got you on the phone. Let's talk to you. 1-800-919-3776. Hi, Spike in Jersey. You're next on 9870 ESPN. Well, brother Larry... It's better to give than to receive. It is. And a Merry Christmas to you and everybody on the staff. You make uh, waking up worthwhile. And Thank you, sir. To, and to young Ty, uh, never forget to give to the wife. <laughs> now, now, he knows. Now, he this knows. was our Christmas present early. I have a bunch of observations. But first, I want to make one statement. Mm-hmm. Thoughts and prayers to David Stern. Yes. Um, I'll go back to two names you probably haven't heard in a long time. Uh I was. It wasn't the beginning for me, and it wasn't the beginning for you, but he cleaned up this league for guys like Eddie Johnson mm-hmm. and the late Terry Furlow he couldn't get to. Yeah. yeah. yeah it was on my birthday that happened, yeah. July 13th, 80-something. And that kid from Michigan State would have been some player. Yep. Man, what a shame. He cleaned it up, taped away. We know all those stories, so uh, my thoughts and prayers go with uh, Dave. Put basketball in prime time again, Spike. Oh, man, on Channel 4. Do you remember tape delay? Yeah, oh. I remember tape delay. Uh, you know, oh. you, you say to me, kid in the side, big time. I talk once in a while. I talk to Bill Lapp, but, but uh-huh. Sonny Hill. And oh, he, and he brings, legend. He brings me back uh, to the Baker League, and Peter's a dear friend of mine because of the dog business. Uh-huh. And uh, these guys have a tough time adjusting to the game. But I'll take what I got tonight. Yep. One thing I observed about tonight, and a couple of thanks for the time. I don't know if I'll speak to you again this year because you're off next week, correct? Uh, Monday I'll be here. Oh, Monday. Okay, yes. so I'll get you before. 
uh, Trey Young, uh, he, he holds the ball too much. Man. I mean, the kid's got a lot of game, and he fights hard, but uh, he's going to wear it down. He holds the ball way too much. They're all standing around. But the Knicks played really well. What Mike Miller has instilled in them, and you made a very good point. These guys know something. I think Luke Morris is going to wind up with, 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 if he goes to the Clippers, they beat the Lakers in six. If he goes to the Lakers, it may be a seven-game conference final. Lakers need someone off the bench to score, mm-hmm. and he can score. So that's the way that'll shape out. I don't know what'll go on with the East, but I told you all year the sleeper team in the East when Old Depot comes back is Indiana. Yeah, and they're a sleeper team because this Sabonis kid is, is he's the real deal. He, yeah, he is. He's really a baller. But what I see with this this coach is done. It's a new year. There's always a bump up. They're playing. They beat Golden State. They beat this team. I I don't care. It's a win. Here's the thing that I see he's doing. They stopped switching as much. Mm-hmm. They really stopped going small to big, and that was killing them. Now, the three-point percentage is still high for the other team. I don't know what it was tonight, 38-39. It don't matter. They, they beat them in the first, second quarter. But the young fellow that called before and said the point guard thing and the rotations, this guy's coached six games, and you made the best point of all. He'll have more wins than Fisdale. It, it, like this weekend, I don't expect to win, but I expect them to play Milwaukee and Miami tough. Mm-hmm. I expect. To, I don't care if they lose by twenty. I want them to foul them. I want them to to just contest that three point line. Milwaukee doesn't have great three points. Well, they do have good three point shooters, but but uh, the Greek freak's gonna you know he's gonna own the floor. Yeah. Uh, but I really am happy uh, with the win. Uh, the end of it looked like well, tried again. It did look like it just was, it got out of hand, and that's fine. Mercy rule, but we, we deserve a nice win like that. Peyton is a good backup point guard. Yes. He, he, he we got to get that right point guard, and uh, I think there's going to be someone available. I heard Allen today. He said Spencer Dinwiddie may be available, and that's would be making an egregious mistake if they let him go because Kyrie, I don't think, will play 50 games. You know, if we get Spencer Dinwiddie, you know, would you take him for a draft pick? Oh, absolutely, Spike. Thanks for the phone call, my friend. Always good talking to you. The Nets would, I, the Nets would be out of their minds to let Spencer Dinwiddie go right now. No Karis LeVert, no Kyrie. He has, he has run this team. Okay, and they, and they, and they snuck out a win tonight. Pelicans took him to overtime, but they found a way to win. And he's been a guy that has, listen, he's done a more consistent job of getting everybody involved than Kyrie has. Now Kyrie's got to get used to everybody and you understand that. And now when he comes back, you have to do that again. But no, that's, that's, that's a no brainer. I mean, I would take Spencer Dinwiddie. I'd take Spencer Dinwiddie right now. There's no question about that. I definitely would. Definitely would. Samson Flatbush. Hey, Sam, you're next on 9870 ESPN. What's going on, Larry? I want to make two quick points. Go. One about the Knicks and one about New York sports. So what I think is, is that the Knicks, before Fisdale got fired, they wanted him to get fired. So they were playing bad on purpose. And then when a new coach comes in, they're playing extra good to show that it was all Fisdale bad. It's like a double dip. Like when you throw a pick right near the goal line, it's a four, pick six, a 14-point swing. So the Knicks were playing bad for Fisdale, now playing better to prove, Fis, to prove that they were playing bad because of Fisdale. Now I want to say about New York sports is like, I remember you did a show and you said after this decade, which team is going to win in the first five years? Yes. You jinx New York sports. Something really good happened. The Mets got sold the next day. The Yankees get cold. Nick started finally looking like a, a basketball team. Donald played a couple of good games afterwards. Everything's just coming better since you did this, Larry. Have a great night, a great evening. Love your show, Larry. All right, Sam. Thanks for the phone call. So in other words, I get credit, guys. I single-handedly changed the karma of sports in this town. 
If I had known that, I'd have done this like 10 years ago. <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't have waited this long. I wouldn't have waited. I will say this, Sam, though. Here's the thing. I understand what you're saying, but there is always a, this, whenever there's a coaching or managerial change, there is always a positive response to that. We have to wait 10, 15, 20 games and see if the, if the enthusiasm continues or if they start to level out and play to who they are. That's going to be the thing. But initially, tell you what, Sam, it looks that way. It's the DiPietro, Canty, and Rothenberg Holiday Party! They'll be at Miller's Ale House in Levittown, Long Island from 10 a.m. until 1 p.m. this Friday, December 20th, with some great prizes to give away throughout the day. Plus, live music from Randy Zoo. So join the guys Friday, December 20th at Miller's Ale House in Levittown starting at 10 a.m. The DPHO Canteen Rothenberg Holiday Party is brought to you by Miller's Ale House, White Claw Heart Seltzer, Manscaped, Go to manscaped.com for your holiday gifts. Caraco Suits, home of the 18-piece suit package. Oh, you're going to need a bigger closet. PC Richard & Son, the company you can trust since 1909. Row & Company Iris Whiskey, the 2019 Professional Fighters League Championship, the biggest night in MMA, and Brewhouse Legends, snack nut mixes inspired by craft beer. This Friday, DiPietro, Canty, Rothenberg, Party, Miller's Ale House, Levittown, Long Island, 10 to 1. Be there. You are listening to the ESPN New York Tonight podcast with Larry Hardesty on 98.7 ESPN. Trey's in Brooklyn, Texas, and he's next on 98.7 ESPN. Good evening, Brother Larry, like my man Uncle Spike would say. Hello, Trey. How are you? Having a good night tonight there. No brown liquor needed. We'll have a glass of Evian and call it a night. Actually, you might want to. No, never mind. (laughs) (laughs) Because, Larry, we overdo it every single time. Yeah. (laughs) You might want to. Don't don't move it too far away now. Make sure it's still. Moderate, moderate, Larry. I'm from Brooklyn. Let's get it. Bend the elbow. Get the shot glass. I got you. Hit it. All right, another story for another day. Mm-hmm. That was a good one tonight, man. I like Peyton as a backup. I think that's what he is. He's a backup. He ain't yep. a starter. Nope. And if the Nets want to give up old Spencer Dinwiddie, that would be the most foolhardy move because I'm telling you, that kid priming. And like Uncle Spike said, we all know Kyrie's good for about 45 games maybe, about 45. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, also, real quick, is there yes. APC out for Zion Williamson or what? No, I saw him on the bench. He looks good sitting down. All y'all Knicks fans wanted him. I'm telling you, if he would have been here and got hurt, he would have been looking like you-know-who at the end of the bench playing with kids. Oh, no. (laughs) Yeah, I ain't going to say his name. I ain't going to say his name. I can say his name if you want. Nah, that's all right. Don't say say his name. So, yeah, man. So, you know, APB out of the kid. RJ looked good tonight. He did. Yeah, 72 points off the Knicks bench tonight. That was huge. That was huge. It was. And Todd, and Todd gives us grief, you know, about, you know, because he a Laker fan. But uh, anyway, you know, he gives me grief. But I told him, I looked at that game tonight like Randolph and Mortimer Duke did the, the, uh, the orange juice thing on trading places. You feel me? When he was at the so – if, if the Clippers want to give me a one for Mook Morris, we can make that deal tonight. We'll yep. ship him for you tonight. Yep. I don't know where they can. I don't know if they're on the road or if they have staples. You give me a one, 
he can go tonight. Yeah. And anything else you see on the shelf, anything but uh, Mitchell Robinson and, of course, RJ, and y'all can go tonight. This yeah. is the asset business, Larry. We're in the asset seizure business now. This That's ain't it. a team. This ain't a team. This was hey, this was a glorified workout for other GMs. And yeah, this whole really. Masai Jerry thing, come on, man. We ain't giving up no draft picks for no dude to come and sit up there and wave every fifth or sixth home game. We ain't doing that. He can forget that. And, and I don't like him knowing. I don't like his job. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't like him knowing. He just said too much stuff about us. He just said too much stuff about New York already. Yeah. So now you yeah. come get a Tom Ford suit on and erase the past with me. The Rock never forgets. And Anthony Pusick knows what I'm talking about about that. You see what I'm saying? So we ain't having none of that Masai Ujiri. Well, I like, I'm not, I'm, are you mad at Scott Perry? I'm not mad at Perry. Mills got to go. Mm-hmm. I'm not Mills mad at Perry go. either, but I'm just I'm saying that's what everybody, what? you know, everybody's been talking about, you know, he's like the savior, Ujiri. Oh, he's going, oh, look what he's done. And look, I will admit, like I said, he's had a very nice track record where he's been. But, uh, he but, threw up, Larry. I know. I know. Man, please. I know. Nah, I'm good on him. I'm good. Well, I'll, I'll stick with the Mississippi pimp, Scott Perry. We're going to ride out, and we're going to get this thing done. And if, like I said, I hope Clippers, are y'all listening? Y'all can have Mook Morris tonight. I'm not <laughs> He's a great player. And he, hey, everybody's playing good tonight. That was a good little workout. Yep. I hope all the gyms was watching because the trade deadline coming, and we shopping. So y'all got draft picks. We got players. Asset seizure business, Larry. I'm not tripping on tonight. It was a good win. Yep. The kids needed that win. They needed that. They and, did. Oh, my God. Did Kevin Knox show up? Yeah, he oh, did. Oh, my God. He must have put some 10 up. What, he put some 30 weight up in that motor tonight? Yeah, he did. He, he put something in there. I'll tell you that, Trey. Thanks for the phone call. The Rock has not forgotten. That's it. Mm. And he don't – and when and you better hope he doesn't because there's dues to be paid. Ave in Jersey, Ave, you're next Ave. on 98.7. Ave, you're next on 98.7 ESPN. What's up, Ave? What's going on, Larry? How are you? I'm all right. What's going on? So, nice one by the Knicks tonight, but let me yep. just preface by saying, yes. no, Spencer Dinwiddie is not going anywhere in New York besides for Brooklyn. That guy is as hardcore Brooklyn net as he's getting. So, all you Knicks fans, y'all could jump in a lake because it ain't happening. Sean Marks, too smart. We're not dummies. We're not getting rid of our big, talented guys. You're all going to have to just draft and figure it out just like the Nets did. And a great win by the Nets tonight, Larry. That's why one of the reasons I called. The main reason, it was a great win, and I just have one concern, and I was talking it over with Ty, mm-hmm. and it's the Kyrie Irving saga. It's just it's ridiculous already. How, how long is the guy going to be injured for? Well, here's the thing, Av. Um, you don't really need him right now. Thanks for the phone call. <laughs> so let him heal up. The postseason is when you're really going to need him. So if he's going to be hurt and he's, and you're still winning games, fine. He'll be, he'll be there in prime time. That's when you'll really need him because just look at the injuries for me and, and everybody keeps talking about Kawhi. And I understand that. I, I understand. I understand you keep talking about Kyrie Irving. I got it. But for me, Karis LeVert is big not being in there either. I mean, this was a young kid who you drafted, who you brought in, who was, who was, you know, a fabulous player. So the fact that you've been able to win without either of them, that shows a lot. And Dinwiddie has played well. And what he's done is, for me, in my opinion, he's gotten everybody involved. He's gotten people, he's gotten more folks involved. So unlike, you know, Trey Young, who's here for Atlanta, and everybody's watching him, like, 
Wow, that's some move. I wish he would give me the ball. He hasn't found a way to get everybody else involved yet. Well, Dinwiddie knows how to get people involved, and that's the difference. And that's going to be Kyrie's challenge when he gets back, is to be able to get people involved again. Because the chemistry he had built with them, you know, he doesn't have that now. He's got to come back and reestablish that chemistry. So, you know, listen, the Nets are finding ways to win. This was an interesting one against the Pelicans because, you know, they had blown the Pelicans out earlier. And tonight, Pelicans gave them a little bit more to handle. They didn't play as well. So, um, you know, it's, it's right now, Nets are in pretty good shape. And yeah, but you knew this about Kyrie before. There's an injury thing with him and hopefully he gets better soon. Jim's in Lindbergh. Hey, Jim, you're next on 987 ESPN. Hey, what's going on, Larry? What's so, up, Jim? you know, judging on the, uh, phone calls and obviously the coaching change in a three game sample, I guess it's Miller time. <laughs> Very nice. Right. So, but it, you know, uh, you see this happen. You get like an initial spurt yes. on a change in management. I mean, I hope the guy's the next Pat Riley. I, you know, it, it's long overdue. It's been two decades of misery, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, that being said, you know, the, the talent, you know, they spend the same amount of money as everybody else does in the NBA. We just wind up with, you know, pretty crummy teams. And as much as uh, I want to keep Mills and, you know, let's get rid of Perry, it's General Mills and Commodore Perry that have been here for seven years. And, you know, Bill Parcells used to say, your record is what you are, mm-hmm. right? Under Mills and Perry, the Knicks are averaging one win out of every three games played. Well, Perry hasn't been here as long as Mills, but I understand what you're saying. Okay, so they, they, they both, well, the 10-year track record is, or 7-year track record uh, is basically one win one game out of every three, a 33% winning percentage. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is the New York Knicks. This is New York City. That is laughable. So for anybody to say, you know, these two guys should keep their jobs in any other business, football, MLB, NBA, a 30, this is like the equivalent of a 1-15 in 15 football team year in and year out, right? So if things don't work out, and Miller, you know, the Knicks go back to being what the Knicks have been for the last seven years. They're going to need a coach, and they probably should get a new GM. And I'm just going to throw it out there. just wanted to see what you think. Billy Donovan is on the last year. He just he has one year left on his deal in Oklahoma City. Mm-hmm. Right? He's yep. a New York guy. Anybody that knows him knows he's a gym rat. Mm-hmm. And he's got a history of wherever he goes, he wins. Mm-hmm. He won... X amount of NCAA titles at Florida, and he's got a 600 winning percentage at Oklahoma City in his brief NBA coaching career. Mm-hmm. Bottom line is he wins, okay? And there's an older gentleman who's 67 years old who's not unfamiliar to Billy Donovan who kind of has worn out his welcome in the NCAA, but again, another lifer knows basketball and knows how to win. Mm-hmm. And I think you hire Rick Pitino and make him the general manager. That's interesting, Jim. Thanks for the phone call. I, Billy Donovan's a great coach. But, Jim, let's be fair. His 600 percentage, Kevin Durant, Russell Westbrook. There's no Kevin Durant or Russell Westbrook on this team. <laughs> and nobody's even playing them. So the question's going to be, the coach who brings in, that you're bringing in, 
what talent does he have to work with? And Billy Donovan is going to be building from scratch. And I don't know. And I'm just being honest with you. If I'm Billy Donovan, I would rather try to re-up in OKC than to come here. Based on what's here. And part of the problem the Knicks have, yeah, you're right with the teams. It's the personnel. And they don't have the same chemistry. Okay, once again, you're looking at a team with no point guard. Billy Donovan would never coach a team with no point guard. Never. You don't do that. And everybody's like, Alfred Payton is the backup point guard. Yeah. On this team, he's a starting point guard. On this team. Honestly, he should be starting. He's, he gets people involved better than Nilakina does. Dennis Smith is, a, is, you know, inconsistent. And that's why Peyton's ending up, up until tonight. Peyton was getting more playing time because he understands what a point guard should do. So, yeah, in, in, of course, on a regular roster, you are correct. Peyton would be a backup point guard. He's the best point guard this team has. It's not even close. You're listening to the ESPN New York Tonight podcast with Larry Hardesty on 98.7 ESPN. <laughs> 